the other thing, in my haste to get started, um, but as I sat there listening to you guys sing, um, I just said it last week, but I will say it again. I cannot express the depth of my appreciation for your flexibility and uh, your adaptability as we continue to work our way through things. Um, a deep appreciation of the worship team for their flexibility and adaptation and perseverance uh, every week brings its unique set of challenges. Um, <clears throat> this week, uh, Spence had figured out workarounds for the sound system, and at rehearsal, only one of our two projectors was working. Uh, and it's just like, okay, what's it going to be next week? But obviously, uh, we got it up and going, And but if it disappears, uh, don't worry. It'll come back eventually. So anyway, um, just want to talk today a little bit in preparation for communion. And I want to start with a passage that we looked at last week in John chapter 17. And the setting here is Jesus' prayer in the garden just prior to his arrest. I'm going to come back in a few moments to the earlier part of the prayer, but this is toward the end of that prayer. And Jesus says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. So he's just finished. He starts out in this passage praying for himself. Then he prays for his disciples who were following him in that time frame. And then he prays for us. He prays for everyone who will believe because of the message of the apostles and the disciples. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. That's you and I. That all of them may be one. Father, just as you are on me and I am in you, may they also be in us that the world may know, that the world may believe that you sent me. And so I just come back to this theme that I've touched on several times of late, and that's that incredible reminder that one of the ways the world around us understands the message of Christ and the importance of it is through the unity, the oneness of those who are part of the body. As we looked at that passage last week, and I start there this week, I just want you to step back and think about what I just read. That with the shadow of the cross, the crucifixion, and all the pain physically and emotionally and spiritually that that represents, with all of that looming over him, Christ is on his face before his Father, praying for you and I to be unified. Just let that soak in. Now think about when you're faced with something catastrophic. My inclination is to be very, very consumed with myself. But to think that as Jesus was anticipating the cross, he was praying for you and me. And the one thing he prayed was that we might be one, just as he and the Father are one. And as I said last week... I've been at this a long time, and I will say I still don't think I understand the whole Trinity thing, the three in one, but I think Jesus and the Father are pretty tight. And and if he's praying for us to be one like they are one, I love you all, but I think we got a ways to go. Just saying. How many areas in your life right now can you point to, I mean, at home, at work, 
in the neighborhood where unity is the driving force. Kind of sobering to think about that Christ was on his knees just before his arrest praying for unity. Now, I said it last week. I'll say it today. I'll probably say it again. I hopefully you understand one of the advantages of my hair getting gray is it gives me permission to repeat myself often. Okay, just nod your heads and agree with me whether you like it or not. But but just think about the opportunity that we have. And I say this, in late July, they did a survey of pastors. And they asked these pastors, what was their number one concern? Now that's July of 2020. Remember what had happened leading up to July of 2020. Any guesses on what topped the list? 27% of the pastors in that survey said disunity was their number one concern. Not the virus, not finances, but disunity. The interesting thing is they had done a similar survey in April. Now, that's just a few months before July. I I know that's testing us, but okay. We were a few months into the whole pandemic, and they did that survey in April, and only 8% of the pastors said disunity was their number one concern. In just a couple months' time, the number of pastors who said disunity was the number one concern had gone up, tripled in three months. That's July, August, September, October. I don't have current stats. How many of you think that the number of pastors concerned with disunity has gone down since July? Kind of a sobering thought, isn't it? As I thought about that, on the eve of a highly contentious election, which is being held against the backdrop of a painful and divisive global pandemic, I thought the best thing I could offer you today was communion. And can I just say, I know we know this up here, but let's get it here. Communion is so much more than a little cup of juice and a tiny wafer. Okay? I, some of you know how I am. Communion. If you look for a definition of communion and you get past the official capital C communion, it talks about the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings especially when the exchange is on a mental or spiritual level. And then I thought, well, what about other words, words that are similar to communion? Affinity, kinship, community, togetherness, closeness, harmony, connection, empathy, accord were just a few. So today, as we receive the sacrament of communion, capital C, I want you to think about your circle of influence, about your attitudes, 
about your interactions with people in this room and those in your other circles of influence and ask yourself, what are you bringing to the table in those types of areas? Trust me, I get it. Some of you know me well enough to know. I have strong opinions. I feel very strongly about many of the things you feel very strongly about. But as I wrestle with how I express those, I have to grapple with, am I speaking and behaving in a fashion that lends toward affinity, community, harmony, empathy? Or am I sowing something much different? As I wrestled with what more I could say, I was reminded of two of Christ's prayers that both point to the same principle that I think is very, very appropriate for this moment. And as I said, the first is Matthew's account of that prayer that I shared earlier from John chapter 17. This is Matthew's version from Matthew 26. And again, talks about Jesus in the garden. Then Jesus went with the disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. All right? Cool stuff. All right? He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. So Jesus is having some intense fellowship with God. And Peter and James and John have the privilege of looking along, looking on. We're not going to go into the fact that they took it as an opportunity to take a nap, but that's another story for another day. All right. <clears throat> he said to them, now, now just, just picture someone close to you. And you've probably had this experience, but someone close to you saying, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. This is Jesus. This is the man they had seen raise the dead, heal the lame, give sight to the blind, feed thousands of people, calm the raging sea, and he says to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. I can't begin to imagine the intensity of that moment. That says... Going a little farther, he fell on his fa- fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus said, God, this isn't about me. I want your will. And it's funny, as I began to think about these thoughts for today, my prayers began to change. And my opinions are still just as strong as they ever were. But my prayer became, not as I will, but as you will. And it's interesting... I don't know because I haven't talked to anybody one-on-one who has a grossly different opinion than I do. But i got to think if we were both saying, not as I will, but as God wills, we might possibly be able to find some common ground. Then I thought about a passage that we commonly refer to 
as the Lord's Prayer. And I'm not going to read the text, but depending upon the translation and which, whether you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, whether you read different Pearson's version, many people indicate that this flowed from the disciples saying to Jesus, teach us how to pray. So some people call it the Lord's Prayer. Some people call it the Apostles' Prayer. <clears throat> many of us learned it in different translations. And, and I'm just going to go with a common one. And, and just, just listen. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Interesting thought, isn't it? As I think about all that's going on, I can tell you day after day after day, I pray proposed solutions to what's going on. But I don't know that I've been consistently praying, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I personally, and I'm not judging you by my behavior, but I personally am far more inclined to pray, God, this is what I think you should do. Because I got this all figured out. I know he needs my help a lot. All right? My neighbors, they don't know anything. But I got this figured out, and here's what you should do. But I wonder, what if we prayed, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm not going to go all the way through the prayer. We're going to do that in just a moment. So I share those thoughts with you just as a little background for us to receive the sacrament of communion. As some of you were here a while back when we did it, and, and it's going to be a little bit different. But I'm just a moment. I'm going to, well, actually, we're just going to share the invitation, and then I'll talk you through that. So this is the invitation that I typically give as we prepare to receive the sacrament of communion. And it goes like this. You who are walking in fellowship with God and are in love and harmony with your neighbors, and you who do truly and earnestly repent of your sins and intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God and walking from this time in his holy ways, draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament to, <clears throat> excuse me, and take this holy sacrament to your comfort and meekly make your humble confession to Almighty God. Now just just a reminder that we're gonna have a little cup of juice and a little thin wafer. But remember, that's a very tangible. We can hold it. We can taste it. We can smell it. It's a reminder that Jesus allowed his body to be broken to the point of death, allowed his blood to be poured out to pay the penalty for our sin so that we could be one with our Father and so that we could be one with one another. And so today as you receive it, I simply encourage you to listen again to what that invitation says. You who are walking in fellowship with God and are in love and harmony with your neighbors and who do truly and earnestly repent of your sin and intend to lead a new life, 
following the commandments of God and walking from this time in his holy ways. Draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament to your comfort and meekly make your humble confession to Almighty God. This is an opportunity for us to commit once again to pursue the oneness that Jesus died on, died on the cross for us to experience. I'm not saying you shouldn't still feel strongly about the things you feel strongly about. But I am saying, as strongly as you feel, and as much as you're convinced that you've got this figured out, and you know what God should do, you still want God to do what God needs to do, whether you understand it, whether I understand it. And that's taken me some time to pray that prayer. So at this point, uh, we're going to use the all-in-one option that we did before. And so uh, 